we are holding at the end of the paragraph, uh, the big paragraph on page Tezvav. We were talking about the idea of how Aden, right? There's the idea of Aden and there's the idea of Garden of Eden, right? Gan Eden, right? And how we were saying that that Aden, Ayin uh, Lora Asa, no eye had ever seen it. Whereas Gan Eden, right, that, that is something that we are, so to speak, are the neshamas are more familiar with. Obviously, the higher neshamas are on higher levels in Gan Eden, the lower neshamas are on lower levels of Gan Eden, and Azoi Vaiter, right? So this is the idea that we were discussing last time. And then we went on to the idea to say that Aden is really the uh, Etzim Tainuk, right, that, that uh, is connected to Hashem himself, right? That's, that's what we're talking about. And how... Um, the Gan Eden, right, as much as it is a Tainug, right, it's a Tainug that is a Ha'ara from that Tainug. It's, it's, a, it's, a, um, it's a ray, so to speak, a limitation from the Tainug that's coming down that they're able to feel. That's the idea of Gilui, right? And we discussed the idea of Gilui and Etzim, and now we'll continue. Okay, let's start with Vahainu, uh, which is about three or four lines up from the bottom of that big paragraph. Vahainu. She's galim Oh, and that was the last point that we brought last time, was, which is that how can we say that, that Mashiach is going to teach Torah to everyone? And we said it's a totally different level of Torah that we're talking about here. What we're talking about is that <clears throat> up until now, we're dealing in terms of Shmia, which is the idea of understanding. So everyone has a totally different understanding of, of things one from the other, because based on our intellects, that is going to, that's going to show... How much understanding this one has, how much understanding that one has, etc., etc. Obviously, based on the intellectual level that the person has. And so, therefore, you can't put everyone really in the same class because at the end of the day, right, one person's going to understand this much, one person's going to understand that much. It, it, it's going to be totally different levels. Masha Enkin, which is not the case, when it comes to, when it comes to Mashiach, he is going to teach in a way of re'iya, of seeing. What does it mean, seeing? It means that that now it's a totally different level because when you see something, it doesn't matter what anyone's going to talk to you about and what they're going to say that does exist, doesn't exist. I saw it with my own two eyes. It's a whole different level. So the level of Torah that's going to be taught when Mashiach comes is going to be a level of Re'iya. Then he says, like So this is going to be a revelation of the mohusa, the essence of the Torah. The way it is in the essence of Hashem. This is Aiden itself. In order for there to be this revelation. There has to be a breakthrough in the Nahar. Right? This is the Nahar that we were talking about before, the Nahar that's coming out from Aden. Right? So there has to be a breakthrough. You have to go from point A to point B, but there's this blocking thing in the middle. So in order to get through the blocking thing in the middle, you have to make a breakthrough to get from A to B. Right? Like it says, he, he put his, stretched out his arm over the river and it was broke into seven different rivers. Because the bottom line is that this nar is stopping, this river is stopping on the gili of the level of Aden. There has to be this breaking. Now, here we go. Okay, so now we're going to get into this idea that even though we said before and we're going to bring this question in a minute that Aden is the Indian of Tainuk 
which is the Indian of much more, right? Tainug is located in Pnimis Akasar, right? And Chachma is obviously one of the ten spheres that we usually count. So there are two different levels on the one hand, but there is a there is a connection, a deep connection between the two of them. And what we're going to say here is that we're talking about Pnimis Chachma, which is similar to Pnimis of of uh, Kasser, of Atik, actually, what we're talking about. Now, what does this mean? Bichlal, what we have is that Tainug is connected to Chachma. Right? Tainug is connected to Chachma. This is an interesting side point, which is not such a side point, it's also dealing with the main thing, is that that's why people always like going forward when they're learning. Something that's new is a chidush. It's something that is going to bring them pleasure. Right? It's a, it's a new thing. Ah, it's like the, if you imagine when you think of a cartoon character coming up over, you know, over his head, chachma is that like light, you know, is like that light bulb that pops up over a person's head. Right? That idea of something new, ah, it's such a, it's such a geschmack. Ah, you're learning more. You're learning something new. You're learning to... Masha Enkein, chazara is the idea of bina. That's why people don't enjoy it as much. Because bina is much more work, right? You're breaking it down into pieces, into details, into right. So this is a much more uh, complicated, much more difficult thing. That's why people don't like doing chazara bichlal. They like doing learning new. They learn again, again, more something new, more, something new, something new. <coughs> that's the idea. That's the idea of the difference between chachma and bina. By the way, ein habanim smecha is the idea of simcha. Simcha is the idea. Simcha is the idea of of, of Bina. Right? In other words, Simcha is connected to Bina and Tainug is connected to Chachma, which is an interesting idea also, which is why it's harder for people to have uh, more of a level of a level of Simcha, right? Because the idea is you have to, it's like, it's a continual thing you have to work on, you have to keep on going. Masha Enkein, Chachma is something easy. Something, Chachma just pops into your head. That's why people, that's the Indian of pleasure. People go after pleasures very, very quickly. So now what we're talking about is here, when we say a river, right? So Bina is connected to the Bichlal, the concept of a river, right? The Mitla Rebbe talks about in the beginning of um, Shari Yichud, comparing Bina to a river, right? There is the, so to speak, the depth of the river, there's the breadth or width of the river, and there's the length of the river, right? And so these all apply to different ideas within the concept of Bina. So let's start with, like, for example, the length, right? The length of the river means that the river starts in point A, and it flows for, for example, the Mississippi River started, uh, starts, I think, up in Minnesota or something like that, somewhere up in the northern part of the Midwest, and it flows all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico. So this, the, how far away it goes from its source is the idea of the length of the river. So this is the concept of, of um, in, in thought, it's the concept of giving a muscle or something. For example, um, Let's say that you want to teach a uh, first grader um, um, arithmetic, right? So what do you do? You take one orange and you take another orange and you say, okay, here's one orange, right? Now if I have a second orange, okay, oh, how many oranges do I have? I have two oranges, right? So if you leave those two oranges on the table, someone that's going to walk in afterwards are not going to realize that the reason why you have oranges on your table is because you were teaching math. They're just going to think you were, you were hungry, you had a bunch of snacks, right? It's so far away from what math is, yet you're using it as a muscle for math. But if you try to teach a concept to a first grader, you're not going to succeed, right? Because their brains are not necessarily wired that way yet. And in fact, 
it takes a little while for them to jump to say, oh, if one orange plus one orange is equal to two oranges, does that mean we could apply the same concept to pencils? Oh, here's one pencil, here's another. Oh, look at that. It works. It's two pencils. In other words, a muscle is something that is a something, a dabrazar, like a, a, a strange thing that is being used to encapsulate an idea for the macabre. But it's very far away from the original thought. The original thought is what is the theory of math, for example. Well, you, an orange is very far away from the theory of math. But you're using it. It's somehow connected. It's far away, but you're using it to bring out an understanding in the macabre. Is that clear? Yes, to do the length of the river. So that's the idea of the length of the river. Then you have what is known as the depth of the river. The depth of the river, right, how deep it is, right? That's how well you understand the concept. So I always like to give the example of Einstein. Like Einstein was able to see, right, in everything, like the, the math or the phys- physics of this thing. Like you'd be able to see it in every single, everything that he was looking at, right? That's, that's, that's the way he was wired, right? He is so brilliant and he was able to see it in everything. So then you have, based on the depth of the river, that's how you're going to see the width of the river. The width of the river is, can I apply the same concept in various areas all over the place? That would be the width of the river. In other words, if you have a river that's only, let's say, uh, five inches deep, it's not going to be very wide. However, if you have a river that's 20 feet deep in the middle, right? Like, for example, if you're looking at the Delaware River, you know, in certain areas, or the Hudson River, or something like that, right? It's going to be extremely wide. Yeah, it could be, you know, a half a mile wide or something like that, you know, whatever it is. But that's the idea, because based on the depth of your understanding of a concept, that's going to be also the breadth or the width, how you're going to see this concept in many different areas that aren't necessarily the area that you were talking about from the beginning. So this is all the idea of Bina, right? This is, obviously, there are many, many different levels of this. And that's what we're trying to say here. In Gan Eden, right, you have many different levels, depending on the level of the soul and what the soul is able to has done while it was in the body and various other ideas of what, why it's at this level, not that level, where it's coming from, etc., etc. So obviously, it's understanding of Elokus is going to be very different than the soul next to it or the soul behind it or the soul in front of it. Right? Just like if you look at this classroom, I'm saying words, but I can guarantee out of the, let's say, whatever it is, you know, the, the 10, 12 people that are here, right? Everyone is understanding it a little bit differently. Right? And, uh, you know, that's because we are all applying our minds to this. And even the way I'm explaining it, like if you were to go to a different teacher and they would explain the sentence, they would explain it a little bit differently. And another teacher would explain it differently. And, right, because there's so many different levels. Masha Enkim, what we were saying before, with regards to the Etzim Tainug, the Etzim Tainug is the Etzim Tainug. That's it. That's what it is. Period. Right? And therefore, because it's the Etzim, it's not going to be revealed in many different levels. It is what it is. And therefore, someone that gets it, gets it. Gets the whole kit and caboodle. That's the way it works. Right? And that's why you have to say that there has never been a revelation, so to speak, of the Etzim Tainuk. That's going to be a whole different experience. Right? And that's going to be dying the times of, of what we know as Tchiasa Mason. Right? That's a totally different world. Okay, let's go right there. So he says like this Hagam, even though, right, Hagam, whenever you have the word Hagam, it's always a question. 
Right? So we just got through saying that Aiden is the level of Chachma. However, Hagam Shinis Barlael, the Aiden who begins Tainuga Atzmi Hanelam, but Pashit Shiba Atzmas or Ainso. How come you're calling it Chachma if right before you mentioned that it's a it's a Tainuga Atzmi, right? Which is hidden in and it's Pashit in the Etzin of the Orainso. You're talking about two different levels. So he says, answer, <coughs> so this is in general, we could say that this is the level of Chachma and the level of Pnimius that's in it, that is above the Seder Ishtalsutz. So this is the idea that it's really talking about the same level. Now there are other Maimarim throughout Samachov that go into this with greater length, but we have to say that the idea of Pnimius Abba, which is the Pnimius of Chachma, and the Pnimius of Atik, which is Atik. Right, remember the levels, right? You have Kesser, and Kesser is made up of essentially what we talk about in, in Hasidus and Kabbalah, is we talk about it in terms of two different levels. There's a level of Atik, and there's a level of Arich, right? And later on in Samachov, it talks about, right, uh, generally speaking, we always speak about Atik as being a higher level. It does talk about it later on in Samachov, how sometimes you see Arich is higher, sometimes Atik is higher, but that's a different discussion. Right? But what we're saying here is that atik, which is connected to pleasure, and arich, which is connected to rotsun. So a person has to realize even in himself, right? He has these two different these two different levels within himself, which are much more closely related to the essence of who he is, right, and what makes him tick, right? Things that are you know giving him pleasure, things that are giving him uh, where his rotsun is coming from, you can't point to a certain area. So what we're saying here is that the inner aspect of Atik and the inner aspect of Chachma are in are very are are connected, right? Atik and Arik are are Machvegas within the side of Kesser. Yes, yes. Well, we can't say Kesser Kesser Chachma No, even Kesser in yourself, you're not you're not But yeah, in in the person, right? All. Every time we speak about anything in the Seder Ishtalshus, it takes place in all the levels of Seder Ishtalshus, but on that level. So in me, it looks different than it does by Atzilus. But, it's, but like we say in the third chapter of Tanya, it says very explicitly that our kaychus are dafka coming down from, right, the spheres of Yonis, namely the spheres that are in Atzilus. But Kesser of Atzilus is, 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 sorry, I'm thinking of Malchus, never Yeah. How can you say that, um, how can you say that? Because that's what it is. What do you mean? No, no, no. Atik is a higher level. However, the Chiddush in Samavav is talks about this idea that how can Arik can sometimes be higher. That's a big Chiddush. That, 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 generally speaking, whenever you're talking in Chassidus, Atik is considered the higher level. Okay, fighter. So he says like this. Right, so pinimis abba is pinimis atik. That's what we discuss. Shizel bechinas nelam dachachma shalol niten lahenos klal. So this is not talking about the regular expression of chachma that we usually discuss. This is talking about the hidden aspect of chachma, which is not given over to have pleasure from klal. Right. Kamoshikasu next page machamacher has explained elsewhere this idea. But gam kamoshim mefarish bezayir, and also it's explained in zayir. The ikar bechinas Aiden who bekeser that the main aspect of Aiden is in keser. Venikra Aiden ilah, and it's called Aiden ilah. This is also the level of Chachma Stima, the hidden level of Chachma that's in Kesser. 
This is specifically the Panimius of Chachmas Pimash Shasasim Mitzad Atmo that is completely hidden, even Mitzad itself. As is explained elsewhere. In Imre Bina, it talks about this. That's the way it is in all the levels, going all the way up to the highest level. Reish Chav Dalet here means Reish Kol Dargim. So the Nahar, the river that's coming out from Aden, is Bina. That's the level of Bina. This is the pleasure of the Nishamas that are in Gan Eden. What's their pleasure coming from? Their pleasure is not coming from a donut. Right? That's not where the pleasure is. The pleasure is that they're able to be Masik. Masik means reaching up to try to grasp something. Right? So they're reaching up to grasp, right, elokus. And so they're actually experiencing elokus. So these neshamas that are hanging out in Gan Eden, so to speak, they are masig elokus. That's the pleasure that they're receiving. That's what they're actually experiencing over there. And that's obviously tremendous levels of pleasure. Right? Way beyond what we look at when we look at the pleasures of the Gashmistic world. Right? It's a totally different experience. Right? Reaching up towards Elokus. Reaching to grasp Elokus. That's already the level of Bina. Now, just like the revelation that's drawn down in the worlds, right? which obviously we know comes from Malchus Atzilus. Zehu Ayidei Hester Behelem. Now, how does Malchus work? Malchus works in a way that it takes the light and it conceals the light. And it brings it now down to a totally different level. Okay, let's read a little bit further and then we're going to discuss it. Like it's known that Malchus is Dibra Elyon. Supernal speech. What does speech do? Speech, the whole definition of speech is that it conceals and covers over the or. What are the the letters of speech? They are the the vessels for the intellect and the emotions. Which are enclosed within it. Okay, let's discuss this. Let's talk about it in a couple of different ways. First, Mitzad the Mashal. What I speak about is coming from higher levels within me, right, that are expressions of my Seichel and of my emotions. When I am, let's talk about emotions for a second. When I am, uh, let's say, if I were to be very upset with someone, right, because they did this and they did that, whatever, usually what's going to happen is that my speech is going to be a reflection of those feelings, right? I am expressing to you that I'm upset with you about this, or I'm expressing to you I'm so happy with you, I'm so grateful to you that you did this, that, and the other thing, right? What comes out from my speech what is my speech? My speech is a, is a pathway of communication to express what it is that I'm feeling or, it's not intellect, what it is that I'm thinking. What is my, in my intellect? What is going on? What, what is in my mind? However, as much as it's a communication, 
it's very limited in respect to the actual pure emotions themselves or the pure intellect themselves, right? It's an expression of it, enachinami, that's true, but it's not, it's not the actual thing. It's limited because at the end of the day, my speech, I have to use specific words which are going to be conveying a feeling to you or conveying a piece of information or intellect to you. And I can only use those words because as much as it would be nice that you would be able to read my mind, right? You can't read my mind. You have no idea what's going on in my mind. I could be thinking about a million different things right now. You only know what it is that I'm revealing to you. And I have these words to try to reveal it to you. Let's take it even a step further. Let's look at the words on this page. Right? What are the words on this page? The words on this page are, in fact, expressions of intellect. Godly intellect. That's what it is. Now, if you ask a, let's say, you go over to the cheder, you go across the hallway, and you go to this, you know, third grade class or fourth grade class, and you say, can you please read these words? <coughs> you say, sure, no problem. Right? da 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 right? He says, oh, yeah, it says like this, Shehu Allah Saga, Shemesigim Elokus, or... And you say to him, uh, can you tell me what you just read? No. Not at all. No idea. Haraya. Give half, you know, if you take a look, you give half of the people that you know, right, that, that are even, you know, just starting in yeshiva in terms of, right, they could read, right? One of the most classic comments that people say to me, you know, I say, can you read the Gemara? So they say, oh, yeah, sure, I could read the Gemara. I know how to read. I, I, I said, when I mean, can you read the Gemara, it means... Do you understand what the Gemara is saying to you? No, no, no. I'm not good at translation, but I could read it. Well, what do you mean? Uh, aren't words there to express a concept? And the answer is yes and no. Of course, that's the ultimate purpose of it. But it doesn't mean that the Meqabal is going to be able to understand what it is that he's reading. So if you take a person and you have them read this Chassidus, or you have them read a Gemara, or you have them read even... A, an English book, or let's say that you have take a, an American and ask him to read a book in Spanish or French. He could see the ABCs and he could probably sound it out pretty well, but he has no idea what's going on. So we see, in fact, that on the one hand, it's true that words, whether it's spoken words or it's written words, convey information, but at the same time, they are very much concealing what's inside of them. And you have to be someone that has, so to speak, the, right, the keys to be able to understand what it is that is being written or what it is that is being mentioned. So, for example, let's go to a, a let's say you take a, uh, a, an American high school student and you put him in a PhD class in physics in uh, Harvard, right? Most high school kids, ninth graders, they understand English perfectly. But when this professor starts speaking, they have no idea what in the world he's talking about. He said, wait a minute, I thought you said you understood English. He's not speaking in, uh, you know, he's not speaking Chinese, he's not speaking Russian. Why can't you understand what he's saying? Do you understand the words? He said the word the, he said the word at, he said, the, don't you understand those words? Yeah, yeah, I understand those words. <laughs> but it's the other, you know, 10,000 words that he said during the, during the lesson that I have no idea what he's talking about. Because... Words 
are a kli. It's a vessel. And therefore, since it's a vessel, it is concealing over the light that's inside the vessel. And unless you are a person that's in the know, we'll call it like that, of whatever topic it is that we're talking about, you're not going to have any idea what those words mean. Despite the fact that you read English and you speak English fluently. There's no other language you ever spoke. And in fact, you might be an A-plus student in ninth grade. It's not like you're not an intelligent person. You're an intelligent person. It's just in this area, you have no idea about the topic. And since you have no idea about the topic, as much as these words are being used to convey the information, for you, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a, a giloy. It's not shaykh to be a giloy. You following? This is what we're saying here in the nimshal. In the nimshal, what we're talking about here is that there's etzim and then there's giloy. So, the Gilui, the Nahar, the river, so to speak, that's coming down and flowing out into Gan Eden, right, is a, it, it can be expressed as this concept of words, of revelation, but at the same time concealment. So, certain Nishamas are like this, and certain Nishamas are like that. Let's, let's go back to what we were talking about last night in Kutra Zavoida class, right? Right, the famous story what, with... Reb Shmuel Munkis, right? The famous story, right? He takes, I've told you a million times this story. Everyone knows the story, right? The idea of taking the lung and throwing the lung into the garbage can and they said, how could you do that? Right? And he says, what? He was feeling a tremendous desire for this food. And he was able to recognize that the food must be not kosher. Why? Because only the animal soul could have such a powerful pull towards something of Gashmias. Not just that, but you could say, take it even a step further and say that it was, in fact, everyone's Nefesh of Bahamis that was going after it. So what was, what was happening here? Shmuel Munkis was, he said, how did he get to this state? Anything that he wanted to do, he wouldn't do. Since the first Yechidus with the Alter Rebbe, whatever he wanted, he just didn't do. So he, he, he broke down the, what I, like in my, my mind, what I see it is like the cement block of the Nefesh of Ahamias, which is concealing the light of the godly soul to such an extent that he was reading what was going on. Now, you and I would also have this recognition that we have this tremendous desire to eat this uh, food, whatever it is. We just don't know the language to be able to recognize that this is coming from the Nefesh of Bahamis right now. And therefore, if it's coming so strongly from the Nefesh of Bahamis right now, so maybe there's an issue. Why? Because I am not sensitive enough. I can't read, so to speak, the telltale signs of what's really going on inside of me and which, neshama, which Nefesh is speaking. That's something that he was able to accomplish. He was able to get to such a point that he was able to hear, so to speak, or read the writing on the wall, like it says. That's what we're talking about. So the nishamas upstairs, since they're receiving from the Nahar that is flowing out from Aden, so different nishamas are going to receive different pieces of information and therefore are different levels of Tainuk. And that's why the, the nishamas are all going to be on different levels. Masha'en kin, 
if they were able to actually tap into the etzim itself. If we are able to tap into the etzim itself, so then <coughs> what happens? So then everyone's going to get the same thing because they're going to be able to reach above and beyond, right? It's almost like you're plugging into the plugging into the actual computer itself. You're getting the information directly from the computer itself. Or in, in our case, what we're saying is that it's they're not going to need the lines of communication that are connected to the all the different layers of kalim that are involved. You following what I'm saying? That's what we're talking about here. So that's what he says when he says, right? He says, let's say Derek Mashal. The words of the letters of speech, right? They're vessels to the Seichel and the Midos. Because the Seichel and the Midos are mislabish into the Kalim of the words of speech. Nevertheless, but the, uh, the, that the words, what are they doing? The letters, what are they doing? They are concealing al on the intellect that's in them. Umatspinim from the word safon They are hiding them inside of them. They are concealing inside of them. Shahariyakotin that a child that even though he understands all the letters and all the words, and he could even speak them out very well. He doesn't understand at all the the intellect that are inside of the letters. Only someone who is wise from before. Namely, that he already got the information. He knows how to read a piece of a Gemara. He understands how to read a Mimer. Right? He understands physics. So someone who's a Chacham, Mainly that he understands the topic of, topic of conversation. Azai then maybe Then he's going to understand what the lecturer is speaking about. He's in the know already. So now when the lecturer says something, he says, "Oh, that is a tremendous chiddush," because he sees, "Oh, look at what a new concept that this lecturer is bringing out to teach me this idea," because he understood the topic from before. But the actual letters themselves? It's concealing over the actual intellect and the actual emotions. That's what's going on here. It's a totally different level. Good? Clear? Okay, let's stop here. We'll pick it up in the next class. Thanks, Rob.